0: Welcome
1: to Betting Bananas with the Ruthless L. Dawson, Ryan the cornerman Quinn, and Dave Van Auken. What's up, guys? We are live, Ben and Bananas, UFC Vegas 71 week. Uh, of course, you know, yes, I am Dave Van Auken. To my left, the heart of the show, the cornerman MMA, Ryan Quinn. Ryan, how you doing, brother?
2: Fantastic. Happy to be here
1: absolutely brother uh underneath we don't have l dawson so we got the next best thing looks just like her we got the paul mma shark what's up paul good man i'm not sleeping in the same bed as grant tonight but i'll try to
3: do a good job
1: (laughs) there you go there you go yes l had a little minor knee surgery and uh we wish her the best uh i heard it went really well um You know, uh, she might need some more pain relief, but uh, everything is going good. So, we wish Elle the best. We see her next week. She will be wearing a banana hat because my yes, man, Ryan her to it. Jones, defeating Sarah Gaughan. Um, easy win. Easy win. You're very right. Easy. I love doing cool. this. 30 seconds each to both of you. I'll give you the floor. Then we get into this UFC Vegas 71 card, stack card, a really great main event for the Bantamweights. Ryan, 30 seconds, UFC 285. Grasso Jones, Shaff got a lot there. Take it away, my man.
2: All right. I thought that uh, the Jones gain fight was gonna be or Jones gun fight was gonna be an easy win for the betters, not an easy win for John Jones, but it was. And wow, couldn't even get into that. Like Gain has some great work to do. And then Grasso, wow, just You know, just able to catch that little slip um, by the spinning back kick. She was able to um, adjust on her boxing, although I felt she was about to over-adjust when she didn't go back to southpaw right away. But overall, fantastic performance. Rematch, not putting that against her either. I feel she can grow a lot from that fight. Whatever happens next is going to be good. And, of course, Shachmat Rakhmanov. Um, the most impressive thing he did was how he was able to fight like a small guy, even though he's so tall, inside against a shorter opponent. Dean Thomas kept saying like his entry his entry and his his exits from the inside fighting, fighting in that telephone booth with those long arms, devastating. So that's what I got.
1: Great point, Ryan. Uh Paul, 30 seconds. Give us like a synopsis, not on the card, but something on the yeah. betting-wise, beforehand, so, afterhand. Was Bo Nickel crazy, or was that a guaranteed money? Throw me a little bet. What's
3: been crazy is the chalk hitting. 13-1 uh, on the favorites last week, with the second wow. biggest underdog on the card being the one underdog that cashed. That bubble's going to burst. The casual MMA bettor right now is sharing tickets to those seven eight-league favorite parlays that they're cashing. And, you know, everything's going to come to a head. And the dogs are going to start cashing. You know, it just takes one or two in there to mess up a parlay. Uh, Personally, I did have a two-favorite parlay with Fareed Basharat and Tabitha Ritchie. Uh, Tabitha looked absolutely phenomenal. I mean, obviously, Penne, not her toughest test at 40 years old. But it was a step up in competition. So that was good. Manny Martinez, you and I talked. We were both on him. Uh, I thought he won the fight. You know, take that second point. After two nutshots and an eye poke, you got to take that. Um, So I did drop that one. Ian Gary looked phenomenal. Um, Phenomenal. Glad he actually got rocked in that fight too, because everything's almost come so easy. Uh, You got to figure being the younger brother of Song Yudong, you're going to have some good striking. So we had Ian Gary to get the knockout win in that fight. That worked out well. Julian Marquez, work on some cardio, man. You got the striking, but you just can't gas out, especially against somebody like Marc-Andre Barriot that's not going to gas out, but really didn't pose much of a threat. Uh, Vivian Ottaugio versus Amanda Hebos did not live up to the height. Uh, Vegas fooled everyone on that, making that a pickum. It was always Amanda Hebos. I am not denying that I got that wrong. Derek Brunson versus uh, Driscus Pless- Plessis. I am not sold on to Plessies even after that Me performance either. at all. Um, he's going to get a top 10 guy next and just get smacked around. Cody Garbron. I was a little impressed with his composure. I don't think that the vintage Cody Garbrandt will ever be back. The one that we saw fight Dominic Cruz, but I think against mid-level competition, he could do enough to win fights, especially if he incorporates his wrestling. Bo Nickel. Yeah. The hype is real. Four um, 0 though. I mean, he needs six more fights to get that top five, top seven opponent guy. Um, I personally love the Gerald Mearshart fight next. I saw UNL touched on that. I think that is matchmaking Monday hit hammer right on the nail uh, Matias Gamrot did what he had to do to win on short notice. Yeah, I, I am one of the ten percent that truly believe Jalen Turner inflicted enough damage in that fight to win the fight. I know I'm over thirty seconds by now, but I really feel like Turner, who dropped Gamrot in round one and two, and had him rocked really hard in round three. I will say Turner won rounds one and two and dropped round three. Clearly, only one judge agreed with that. Shavkat Ramakov is unbelievable. He is a superstar. Love to see him versus Colby. Valentina, you're the one of the greatest of all time. Don't turn your back to someone in a title fight, whether it was a slip or not. And Johnny Bones Jones is 100% the goat.
0: Yep. Steepy
3: better start training really hard. I love Steepy Maiochich, but he's not John Jones. That's my UFC 285 recap.
0: Say goodbye.
1: There you go. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Ryan, one thing you probably would like this. I, I already heard from a birdie that do places versus Brendan all in Allen could be in the works. Uh, both guys like that matchup, uh, management likes that matchup. That's going to be a fight night main event in around June or July. You heard it I here would, first.
2: I was going to say, I would love that as a fight night main event, you know, uh, touching on what you were saying, Paul, like, um, Duplessis, known for striking. You know, I know he's shown great, quote-unquote, great wrestling his last two fights against somebody who has good, quote-unquote, MMA wrestling in his prior fight. And then in his last fight with Brunson, he had an aging wrestler. So, like, little, little intangibles there that really that really catapult him forward. A Brendan Allen fight is a great test for both of them. Who's going to be catapulted going forward? I love that fight.
3: Yeah, I do too. Let's be Mm -hmm. honest. Brendan Allen was smoking Chris Curtis. He was teeing off on him. If Chris didn't land those couple uppercuts against the cage, Brendan Allen's ranked five in the world right now. People Mm -hmm. keep sleeping on him. And, you know, I slept on him last fight and I'm not sleeping more. Brendan all in Allen is for real. And he's young. People think Mm -hmm. Brendan Allen's been around forever. You know, give me him versus Duplessis all day right now at any price.
2: You know, let me tell you too, and you're young at a camp like he's at, you got the, if you're showing up every day like he is, you got the veterans in your ass. Come on, man, you got to work on this because you're meant to be this good. And that adjustments, those, those uh progress, that progress is going to happen sooner or later to me and you and the viewers. It's going to look like it happened overnight, but three months is a lifetime in that gym like that. So yeah, he's on his way up.
1: All right, let's get into it, guys. UFC Vegas 71, oh <laughs> um, easily a really high-level main event. It's a great-looking poster. You got Mara versus Peter Yan. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I hope we get into that fight. Hopefully, we give it that five, seven minutes it deserves. I do have a little Peter Yan thing uh, I want to get into, but that's the main event. Uh, we got Spawn and Krylov, who was supposed to fight two, three weeks ago. They're on this card as well. A heavyweight co-main event and a ton of really cool, tough, matchups a lot of young versus old guys in the prelims so let's get into it ryan let's start with you best bet on the board my man
2: hard to look past jj aldrich is the best bet on the board you know with both fighters here you know look at these look at these two fights right here okay she lost to aaron blanchfield which at the time was kind of a bad loss but who who is aaron losing to lately you know and then the win before that she has over julian robinson you know who's a great win in any game. We're not even being biased here. She's a tough. Yeah. She's a tough out. JJ, so tough. And then let's go to the other side here. You know, you got Ariane Lipsky. She's she's inconsistent against somebody who's tough like this. If you're inconsistent for that thirty seconds, you're going to lose a round, maybe even the fight. And then she has a submission loss to Molly McCann. That's tough to look past. So I have <laughs> JJ Aldrich winning um, dead up.
1: Yeah. I like that one a lot. Uh, Paul, I know you, you don't want to give exactly. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm good with that.
3: And I, you and I talked too with Aldridge. Uh The thing with Aldrich is she's dangerous nowhere. She's good everywhere. I, I agree a hundred percent. There's no path to victory there for uh, Ariana Lipsky. I, I love that pick as a pick of the week. Um, here's something I'm high on uh, and it's quite controversial. But I like it and money's going the other way on it. So I'm going to give a free play tonight, you know, a little a little professional uh, handicap or free play and cornering. Uh, give me your true feedback on whether you like this play or not, because Let's go. I sent it out a little. You, you guys saw the text, right? You, you saw my Max play already. Yeah. Saturday.
2: Yeah. I got to be um, honest with you on the main card. I put, I put my phone away, <laughs> but go ahead, continue. Oh, I already <laughs> sent it for
3: Saturday because yeah. I'm getting ahead of line movement. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. was like, you guys already got the text. You missed it. I uh, didn't know. I
2: did get it then. I did see it, yeah. Okay.
3: So one of the plays I'm on, yeah, Rafael Asens out, you know, he shined in his last fight as a huge underdog versus Victor Henry. Prior to that, he lost to Ricky Simone. He lost to Cody Garbrandt. He lost to Sanhagen. He lost to Marlon Marias before Marlon's chin went. So those losses take him back to 2019. Yes, he lost four in a row and he's forty years old. But his only win since he was thirty seven years old was over Victor Henry. So he's fighting Davy Grant right now, who's a very prolific striker. SGB mm-hmm. trains out of Nevada as well. I love Davy Grant to win this fight, and I know that um Rafael Sanzo has not lost to anyone on the level of Davy Grant. I just think Davy Grant's going to pick his way apart. Uh, Rafael Senso averages two takedowns per fight. That's not going to be enough to stop the punishing threat on the feet on this. He's not going to have the speed advantage. Dangerous Davy Grant. He's no spring chicken himself. He's 37 years old, but I think he's putting away Rafael Senso in this fight. Wow.
2: Okay. Now, I don't know <laughs> if he's going to put away Rafael, Rafael, but I do like your pick there with David because I remember in Rafael's last fight, I used to train with Rafael a little bit when he was down here. And I remember... He he was able to – he was so good at grappling and kickboxing and then wrestling. But the issue was like he didn't mix it all together all that great. And then he had a nice run in the UFC where he did. In this last fight, though, I remember I was waiting to see him establish that jab. Never really happened. And I think if you're not going to be able to do that here, which Davey's pretty good at kind of controlling the dance, great so to speak. Pressure. Sorry?
3: He's a great counter puncher as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you're gonna you're gonna be back ten before you before you realize you're playing catch up. So yeah, I like that play here.
3: Okay. I mean, go. yeah, he's got uh, nice. huge wins. You know, he beat Aljamain mm-hmm. Sterling, he beat uh, Rob yeah. Fawn, he beat Marlon Marias, mm-hmm. But he was 35 then. He's aged since, and I just I love Davy Grant in the spot. Uh, and, and I'm not even saying I'm releasing it by a prop or a certain method. I just I'd love him to win that fight.
1: Yeah. No, it it could be just one of those ones a little bit. And I know the age, but it's just like one guy's a little bit going this way. One guy's a little bit going this way. It's a perfect time to meet. So there we go. Um, Okay, underdogs. We love picking underdogs here at Fight Bananas. Uh, It's got a couple on this card that I like, and I I hope we'll get into it. And if you guys don't say it, I'm going to throw it out there. But, Ryan, we'll start with you, my man. What's the underdog play you like on this card?
2: Could not wait all week for this particular player right here. All right. The hardest part of picking this underdog was pronouncing his last name. I have Mirab DeValavishy upsetting Peter Yan in the main event. Good. I saw, especially when I saw those odds, I was like, Phew. you know, the thing is, um, technically speaking, yes, Jan has better boxing. Technically speaking, he has better wrestling. Technically speaking, he has better ground against the fence. Now, when you're play- going against somebody who could wrestle – similar to, uh, to like Marab has, he reminds me a lot of this fight's going to be a lot like, um, do you remember when uh, actually, I don't even know if you guys really, I, I know you did Dave, but I remember when Keith Tredeem fought chocolate L everyone's waiting yeah. for chocolate L to land that big right hand, but Keith just kept it simple and got out of harm's way, but, it up, but it up, even dropped him once and he won this split decision win, which should have been, a United, uh, and, anyway, I feel the Matador is coming out with Mirab. He's going to score and get out of the way. He's going to score and get out of the way. He's even going to back up a little bit to get Peter come forward. Part of the issue why the fight was so controversial against Sean O'Malley is because Peter didn't really throw anything for the first two minutes of like, I think every round in that fight. And you do that here, like you, and that people are going to start taking notes on the slow starter. So I think when it comes to this here, you know, um, And it's an easy adjustment when you start losing from Rab in that sense where, you know, he kind of stays like herky jerky and then he scores. Then he could do the George St. Pierre thing where he's in and out, in and out, throw a jab, in and out, throw a jab. And then when Peter comes forward, shoot underneath. I just really love this fight as an underdog pick.
1: Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. That's good. I I really want to get into it. Uh, Here's the main event. I love Mm -hmm. Peter Yan in this spot. So this is great. I love going back and forth. Mm -hmm. If. And I know it was a, if it's close is horseshoes and hand grenades, right? But let me just let me just throw this out there. And I know there's a fun little show on Disney Plus called What If? But <laughs> Peter Young's four losses, four professional losses. One was ten years ago on a split decision. Um, there's literally no tape on it. Let's just talk about the last three. He was beaten Aljamain Sterling, and then that funky knee in the apex and the middle of COVID happened, and it is what it is. He was winning that fight. I just want to throw that out there. The second time Aljo won, a very, very close fight. Um, a lot of people thought, Dana White even literally said after the fight, thought that Peter Yan won that fight. You, If there's a 10-8 round in there, maybe not, but it was a close fight. And now we're super high in Aljamain Sterling, by the way. Even just all he's done since that was defeat, he hurt TJ Dillashaw. But it seems like uh, Sterling's getting a lot of um, respectable clout that he does deserve. But the last Peter Young fight, right? Sugar Sean O'Malley uh, lost another split decision. All this guy, he's got three losses, uh, three split decision losses, and one tech, uh, you know, DQ. And the last one is Sugar Sean O'Malley, the same thing. You ask eight people that watched that fight live, they all say eight, nine people say Peter Young won that fight. I actually thought I'm one of those people that was on the fence. I thought it was really close. Uh, the Sugar Sean had really nice key moments in those fight, but overall. A five-round fight, to me, I think that it goes in the favor of Peter Jan. I know morab has got cardio. I know he's known for his cardio and known for his wrestling. I love Peter Young in this spot, especially I just think that Peter Peter Young knows if he loses this fight, guys, I, I hate saying this, but the cliche line, he's going to be in Bellator or the PFL. Like the, the the UFC will have no use for him. There's just no way for him to get back, especially through Morab and Sterling and Sugar Sean. Those guys are going to be in there for the next five years. I think this is a humongous spot. Peter Jan wins this fight, gets right back in that mix. I love Jan to win.
2: You know, my everything – I'm sorry. Re, real quick, one thing that Mirab has um, that those fighters that you mentioned that have those wins over Jan does not is serious wrestling. So the wrestling agree, defense I is going to play a big part of this. But go ahead, Paul.
3: I was going to say, uh, I'm not – Saying where I'm at on this fight yet because it's a lot closer than the odds imply. In fact, that Piotr- I agree with too.
1: I agree P- with that. I think it is a should be a 150, 130 yes. stuff and Piotr- Piotr- to one twenty five. Uh, Piotr Yan has actually been
3: bet up to plus two sixty
2: right now. Yeah. That's right. why I, I right. agree
3: on minus two sixty. So there's mm-hmm. certainly a lot of money coming in. Piotr Um One thing that Mirab Divashvili has is Aljamain Sterling. Uh, they're number one training partners together. So I'm not saying yeah. he has the cheat code to defeating Piotr Jan, but we saw that Aljamain was able to secure the takedowns and control him and fish for some deep submission attempts. And, you know, Piotr Jan is beatable, but at the same token, Piotr Jan, I've never truly watched him other than the second fight with Sterling. I agree that Sterling won that fight. Both times they fought, I released Sterling as big plays. I had him capped perfectly. Um, but I've, I, I think I've only seen Piotr Yan lose one time. I mean, the fluky knee, he was dominating. The O'Malley fight, I wanted to smash my TV. Mm-hmm. It was the robbery next to Pimlet beating Gordon, which I was on the right side of, so it kind of balanced it. We all know that Jared Gordon beat Patty Pimlet. I don't, do you guys agree with that one? I mean Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Gordon. Uh, it's hard to disagree with that one. <laughs> yeah.
3: So <laughs> I, I think that the Jan and Sugar Show robbery was right up there with that. Yeah. Um, I will say I think Jan's got some advantages in the fight, uh, more advantages than Marab, uh, but will he use them? I think that he's going to be a little gun-shy coming in as cold as he is, and it's going to make for a very close-tight fight. And God forbid you hear Bruce Buffer in the cage going, Judge One scores this contest. Marab, just put your hand up now because <laughs> yeah. that- shit is contagious.
1: Paul, you said a great point there. I kind of want to jump in there and take it another 30 seconds. And then, guys, we're going to get to our three-fight parlay, and we'll let it roll. UFC Vegas 71 Saturday night. Um, If Aljamain Sterling is telling Marab, right? And I would assume, right? They're best friends, and they're like, hey, this has worked for me. This worked for me, and the blah blah and all this. And he's telling them. And if Marab kind of 100%, okay, I Aljo, <laughs> keep on coming with it. You're the champ. I'm going to listen to you. Two things. One, I know they're both grapplers, but they're two totally different stylistic grapplers for one. So what works for side A might not work for side B. And then if it, if it works perfectly, my point is a little bit, Peter Yan out of eight or nine rounds de- defeated Aljamain Sterling six or five. Like I think Yan has won that kind of matchup. I know it's 2-0 on the record books. And I know at the end of the day, it is what it is. He's the undisputed champ. All respect to Aljamain Sterling. But Peter Jan has won six rounds. So I think if he says, hey, do this, it might not be good enough to beat Peter Yan. So I think I really like Jan, but I do agree you had a great uh, point there, Paul. The odds are way out of whack. So as a bet in uh, – you know, someone that's going to bet in the fight, I probably won't touch this one. I don't like minus 260. And I think he's going to win via decision and let see where the odds are. But, like, uh, it's kind of hard to bet in the main event on via decision. So, uh, you know, that's mine. All right. I, I want
2: to – I want to bring up one thing and then I promise we'll go on to the next thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you brought up the training partners there. You're reminding me like, I, all right, if they're so close. Plus Mirab wrestle. I'm sure that he was the look for a lot of the training camps for Aljo against right. I remember like specifically when I was the look for Johnny Hendricks, Robbie Lawler, I had to practice my high crotch from my knees on the fence and like what I was going to do from there. I had to drill that to be like, even though like I was a wrestler, but I'm better with double legs and, and MMA. Right. I had to be that. I had to be I had to be Johnny. So you could guarantee that Mirab was there, you know, training to be on and drilled. And, you know, he has that that code in his head. And then, of course, then the coaches are going to go through the defense. Now we're going to reverse engineer, if you would. So, like, I, I think that that has a play in it as well that i didn't even think of until you brought that up.
1: OK, all right. There we go. we more now. <laughs> Best bet for Ryan J.J. Aldrich underdog Marab Devellisvilly uh, Devellisvilly I think I nailed it. Yeah. I think I
2: nailed
1: it. Um, all right, three five parlay. Ryan, take it away. Uh, we're gonna you make some
2: dog, or man.
3: We're
1: gonna win some money. Let's you don't do want it. the dog that I'm looking at?
2: Oh, okay. Who's going? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, please, please. Yeah. I'm sorry. Paul. I little, yeah.
3: I got a little bit of dog action here. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm not even. And listen, don't bet this because I'm not putting this out as a play right <laughs> now. It's something I'm looking at, something that I like, something with value. So you have Alexander Volkov taking No, off. that's
1: my dog. By the way, that's that's my dog I love on the Komain. Love this thing.
3: <laughs> Next segment. No, yeah. so breaking this fight down, Alexander Romanov coming into last August, the Usman Edwards card. He is the killer. He's minus six hundred to win by finish. And in the first round, he was the killer that was on his way to killing Marcin Tabura. Marcin Tabura then took over the fight with some wrestling and pressure, typical Marcin Tabura fight. He was not able to put him away and was able to win the slightest of decisions. Um, He's 32 years old. He's King Kong. I mean, he's a tough fighter. But one thing we have to remember with Alexander Romanov is, uh, I'm sorry, with Alexander Volkov is he's only 34 years old. He's fought the absolute elite competition. Yes, Yes, he got submitted by Mm -hmm. Tom Aspinall. He took zero gone to a decision. He knocked out Jorzino Rosenstruck, his last fight. He knocked out all Alistair Overeem. He knocked out the big ticket, Walt Harris. So this is a huge step up in competition uh, for Alexander Romanov. One thing to note, though, that fight was at elevation when Alexander Romanov gassed as much as he did. Alexander Romanov opened up plus 140 in this fight. He is now minus 150. So there's a ton of money coming in on that fight on Romanov. I'm still looking at Volkov. I'm not saying I'm releasing him yet. I'm just kind of torn on it. Uh, I think that Volkov would be the value bet in there. But at the same token, you know, Romanov was dominant in that first round, and that fight was in elevation. So I'm curious to see how they look on the scale and the rest of fight week there.
1: Love Volkov in this spot. A lot of things you just said. Don't have to retread it. The, the lineup and everything that he's doing. The one thing I you said, and I definitely think that could happen, I think Romanov could win round 1. and Volkov will be like towards the end of the round start to get momentum. Oh, find a way to get up. I think it will take him a couple minutes and then I think Volkov will take over rounds 2 and round 3 and probably even finish him maybe in round 3. Uh just I I like Volkov. I think it's a great spot for him and I like how he kind of he was so busy uh in 2020 2021. I do like it's Rosenstrike and it, yeah, it's been uh, t- eight months, 10 months since his last. He's fight. young, he's, he's, he's not, and, and I always say it heavyweight,
3: you're not aging like you are at flyweight or mm-hmm. you know, right. or lightweight. Right. You know, right. you, you, you've you seen every card in February. The co main event was a 40 year old heavyweight, <laughs> and they're not getting finished. <laughs> so, at 34 years old, Volkov certainly provides some value there in that fight. But could it look like the Tom Aspinall fight? Very possibly,
1: it could. All right, Ryan, three five parlay, my man, take it away.
2: All right, first one, gonna be real easy. I'm keeping Mirab in my three fight parlay. We already went over that enough. This is kind of forgotten about. You know, um got put back on this card late. I have Nikita Krylov over Ryan span. However, I had him by finish the last time they were supposed to fight two weeks ago. This is a three-round fight. I have him winning by decision. I feel like he's just gonna wear on top of him. He's not gonna be able to wear Ryan down enough. I think if Ryan wants to win that fight, he has to knock him out. Don't think he's gonna be able to do it though. And then I have uh, the over in Victor Henry and Tony Gravely. Uh, I feel that Tony's wrestling is going to keep him in this fight. I know he's a little bit of an underdog, but he also, he really needs to win this fight. So I um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's going to be, you know, hitting the row machine, hitting those double legs for 15 minutes. And uh, Victor's striking is really good. So I could see him pointing his way to a victory as well. And uh, that just screams over for me. No,
1: I love it. We literally had a 10 minute conversation I'm trying to find the Krolloff. I'm trying to give you a number, my man. I can't well, find off,
3: My decision is plus 600. That's insane.
1: Whoa. Okay, so let's do that. So, Ryan, right. your 3-5 parlay might be one of your best ones in a while. Wow. Nikita do I have Lava. a uh, whew, plus 3, plus 1350? Is that what you got, Paul? I got
3: uh, 3365 on DraftKings.
1: 3365.
2: Right. That's, I'm I'm sticking to it, man. Dude, plus Plus six hundred for Krylov on by decision. Yeah,
3: I will say that's that's almost glitchy. Um because let's face it, that fight is span by knockout or Krylov by decision.
2: Right, right, right.
1: I like I we when you said that pick two, three weeks ago, Ryan, I liked it, you know? Wow. Yeah. So that's I'm just why looking that's far late to date.
3: That's, that's a cool parlay, Ryan. Especially
2: uh, especially because they're both in shape for five rounds, and now it's yeah, a three-round yeah. fight, so.
3: three fight. Um, yeah. But, you know, how sick was Kurlov, and uh, is he fully better? Did he train for a week in between? Did he have to get right into a weight cut? So I'm surprised that he's not almost a dog in this fight, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying I like him any more or less. I just think that I'm surprised the odds are still what they are. You got to think two weeks ago he had a pool because he was sick. So did he miss that next week of training, and then did he have to get right into another weight cut? So, that's- yeah, but even
2: if that just ate a round off his cardio, he's still he's still in shape for three rounds. So <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm dismissing the sickness. I'm not down with the sickness, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, all right, I like it.
1: I wow, like it. Like, my friends are
2: going to be happy this weekend. <laughs> For sure, Paul. You want any
1: parlay, or th- is that good with Ryan's? And that's a. That's a I, I, that's hey, I mean, listen. Uh,
3: as far as Marab, I got no. I, I got nothing on that one yet. There's a lot to look at. Um, I will say, you mentioned the over and the Tony Gravley fight. One thing, and I've been with Tony now literally since he was a three and O pro. Like, had him in my cage, helped him get fights, everything. Like all the way through the regional rankings. He, like Chris Curtis, and sometimes like Phil Rowe, you think they're finished in a fight. You know, they overreact to punches a little bit, the three of them, but they're not. So, you know, Tony, he's not going to really get hurt on the feet. He might get pieced up on the feet versus Victor Henry. On the ground, I've seen him in spots where he was going to get submitted, but didn't. He could find his way out of it. So I think Tony definitely survives in this fight. Uh, I don't think he's going to knock out Victor Henry. And he's not likely to submit him. I mean, I think over two and a half is the play there.
0: Mm-hmm. And another
3: thing I want to look at on that fight, like honestly, if you're watching that fight and Gravely's shooting for takedowns in that first round and isn't securing them, you need to go live bet Victor Henry immediately. If Gravely's securing takedowns in the first round and he's like even money after the first round, go bet him. That's going to be determining it. And Gravely does a pretty damn good job of securing takedowns. I mean, Appalachian State wrestler, he was training with Perry Gibson at Tech MMA in uh, North Carolina. He switched over to ATT now. He's an absolute stud, and his striking's looked a lot better. Um, I'm shocked that he's a dog in this fight. But
1: Ryan, uh, you seen Tony at the gym?
2: Uh, I I've only only in passing. I don't I don't I don't I don't know him. Guy in MMA. But, like uh, everyone really loves him. You know he he cornered Daniel Wyatt in his last fight. So oh, we have good. the same peeps. So. Can't, Even his yeah. dad,
3: his dad, I, mean, I talked to his dad. His dad's one of the nicest people. You know, mm-hmm. he fought for me, fought for my 135 title. Uh, he beat Jordan Morales and wilkes and, you know, invited us out to dinner, me and my wife as the promoters. And, you know, it's just so down to earth. He's so real, as nice as it gets. And um, I like Tony, but I won't put a heart bet out. But I uh, I love that over two and a half call, though.
1: Yeah, Ryan, great cool. play. I like that a lot. Marag to win, off to win by decision, over two and a half, Gravely and Henry. Plus 3365 That means $10 wins you $350. $100 will win you $3,365. Love that play, guys. Ben and Bananas, uh, go subscribe today. A couple things, guys. Go to the Cornerman MMA on YouTube. Uh, I love last week. Ryan had a uh, killer uh, live view of watching a fight. A that ton was fun. Of afterwards especially with John Jones, that uh, Walt Harris, the numbers keep on going up and up on yeah. man. I'm a little jealous on that. If you want to subscribe to the MMA Shark go to the mma shark.com today. Promo code still good, you still have the codes on the on the Okay, there we go. You got promo codes already attached to it. Go right now to the mma shark.com guys. This is the month to do it. Bellator's on fire. We got an LFA show on Friday. We got a U show on Saturday. Next week, UFC 286. Edwards and Usman 3. We got Gagey and Fizz Eve. We got Cheeto Vera and Corey Sanhagen in three weeks. Guys, it's time to subscribe. There you go. I'm going to cut that up. That's a video. Anything else, boys? I never
3: have a problem giving someone a discount the first month. February was not kind. Um, we're up 482 units since February 1st of last year. Though I, it was okay that I had an off month, um, you know. It's and, and I like to be transparent and say, you know, overall in February we were down units, but that's you know one month out of the year. So, uh, like you said, never a better time to sign up. We're going to start cashing tickets, and it started with John Jones last week. It was a max play. There we go. At it with utmost confidence. He was. It was always John Jones. So. Um, me Love and Ryan me.
1: knows about it. We know, and yeah. when we see Elle next week, she'd be looking yeah. a little We're yellow. You know head. what I mean? There was a
3: lot of sharp money on Cyril Gon. That wasn't an easy win. It wasn't an easy to pick. You know, that was a tough fight to handicap. Coming up in weight, uh, an active fighter, Cyril Gon. You know how much how much they overhyped Cyril Gon. If I have to see him finishing to Avassa again, I was going to vomit. <laughs> I, I was Ooh. just that's all they had. So yeah, uh, it was all. Always- and guys.
2: Um, like like you said with the live, um, I had a lot of fun doing uh, the the prelim main event last week. I'm going to do that again this week uh, right before the main card. I'm going to watch it right here. Um, go give my own play by play, my own commentary. I kind of gave some live line stuff too. Is um, please tune in the Cornerman MMA YouTube page. Uh, I'd love to converse with you.
3: Yeah, maybe I'll share that in a text blast this weekend too. Let people know.
2: Yeah. Oh, I plan on talking about MMA Shark on there too. So be on yeah, the lookout. All right. Awesome.
1: Sounds good, boys. Have a great night. We'll see everyone uh, tomorrow. That's cash tickets on Saturday. Talk to you guys. Friday too. We're starting Friday.